Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Today is day nine, Colossians 1, 24. I want others to see Christ in me, and I am totally willing to suffer for what I believe. Most of us have not really had to suffer because of what we believe. We've had it quite easy compared to the early Christians. Today, most of our suffering comes in the form of maybe misunderstanding or ridicule or maybe rejection. Many professing believers today want a Christianity without cost. As long as they do not have to be different than their unbelieving friends, it's okay. But if a Christian puts demands on their free time, their standards, their choice of friends, or their personal holiness, they quickly balk. Have you ever personally suffered as a Christian? Paul said, I rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. Paul told the Colossians that he rejoiced for the privilege to suffer for them. Imprisoned in Rome when he penned this epistle, Paul acknowledged that it was a genuine honor to suffer for the cause of Christ and the good of Colossian believers. Talk about a servant. It's almost as if Paul was saying, if this is what is necessary to keep spreading the gospel, I am excited and glad that I can have a part in it. Even in our modern culture, many are suffering and giving their lives for the sake of religious freedom across the world. Paul suffered for the freedom that only the gospel of Jesus Christ can give. In a way, Paul lived with the apostles' voice in Acts 5.41. They departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. We should not be ashamed of Christ, but be thankful that people identify us with God. Even if in this they express hateful words and condescending attitudes, in those cases we are the closest thing to God that they know or have ever seen. Paul actually viewed suffering as a cause for joy. To help us understand this unusual way of thinking, commentator John MacArthur, he lists five reasons for how this could be. Number one, suffering brings believers closer to Christ. That's from Philippians 3.10. Number two, suffering assures the believer that he belongs to Christ from John 15.18. Number three, suffering brings a future reward. That's from Romans 8.17 and 18. Number four, suffering can result in the salvation of others. Church history is filled with accounts of those who came to Christ watching other Christians endure suffering. And number five, suffering frustrates Satan. He wants suffering to harm us, but God brings good out of it. The phrase, to fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, is, is not really easy to understand. It does not mean that Christ's death was insufficient to forgive sins. Neither does it mean that we have to suffer in some way to gain full forgiveness for our sins. Because the Christ haters could not take their anger and animosity out on Christ himself, he had already ascended up into heaven. They took it out on those who represented Christ. In a way, Paul was the icon of Christ, who was the visible icon of the invisible God. If you share the gospel with some of your friends and they're offended or hate you for it, they really don't just hate you, but they hate God. You just happen to be the closest thing to God that they know. Paul explains the same truth in 2 Timothy 2, wherein I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even unto bonds, but the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Remember Paul's reminder to Timothy, yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. 
If persecution, suffering, misunderstanding, ridicule, rejection, derision, scorn, or even mockery are not part of your life, what does that verse above say about your godly living? If you are suffering because of your love for God and your hatred for sin, do not be alarmed. Don't be afraid or ashamed. Be thankful that your life is a living icon of our Lord Jesus Christ. In a way, you have become an icon of Christ who is a visible icon of the invisible God. I want others to see Christ in me, and I'm totally willing to suffer for what I believe. I trust this is your prayer as well. Well, that's it for now, but don't forget, this is the day that the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. By the way, if you want more information on any scripture meditation books about fear or anger or stress, or you'd like information on the Wilds Christian Camp, the Wilds of New England, or Camps Abroad, please log on to randhummel.com. And I really hope that you have a good day.